Hi, shippers! We are back with another Shit's Creek episode. That's right. Today we are talking Patrick and David from Shit's Creek. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. Hi, everyone. I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to the We Ship It podcast, where Devin and I and our occasional guest, Gab and Goss, about our favorite and not-so-favorite ships of all time. Gasp! Yes, welcome. Gasp! <laughs> <laughs> welcome today, guys. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, we're, we're talking about David and Patrick from Schitt's Creek. Uh, these two are iconic, and we had to make sure that we included them when we are discussing all things Shit's Creek, because we just love this show so much. Uh, it's actually been uh, kind of crazy because we haven't watched it in a while, and now that mm -hmm. we're like doing these episodes, we're like, oh my gosh, we really should be watching it even more often than we do. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. And even just recapping it, it's been so funny. Like, mm -hmm. I just forgot how dang funny this show it was. It really is. And yeah, I was excited because um, Alexis and Ted are like my heart, my hardship. So mm -hmm. doing that with uh, the book was better was a lot of fun. Um, and this one actually was good to refresh too, Patrick and David. So I'm glad that we've been watching it again. Faux because show. when I look back at it, I just think of it as another like sort of mockumentary style, like awkward. But it's it's more it's funnier than that. Mm -hmm. I think it's funnier than that. We should give it the clout that it deserves. So clout, clout. clout. Clap, clap, clap. So if you guys have not watched Shit's Creek, I highly recommend. I don't know where it's streaming right now. Um, Hulu, question mark? Hmm. I think it's Hulu. Mm. All right. Hulu it is. Now, before we get into our show, oh let's boy. open our random question generator, Devin. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> random question generator. <laughs> this is so funny. Click for a question. Because <laughs> she still hasn't made a jar, guys. It's not going to happen. Because I'm going to have to replenish the jar. That's no. fair. No, no, no. It's going to take so much work. But I literally was thinking of how to do that the other day. And then I was like, mm, nah. I'm too lazy of a person for this. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite theme song? Oh, this is kind of relevant. Like a show theme or something. Song. Yeah, like think of Friends, think of uh, Shit's Creek. <laughs> I'm trying to think of good. I'm gonna do theme a quick songs. search. Yeah, show theme songs. Um, I'll be there for you. Is the first. I know one that's that the first one up. that shows up, and that's kind of what I was thinking about because. I've been watching a lot of Friends recently. A lot of Friends lately. Like the off the Office theme is like good. It's catchy, but there's no like lyrics. Oh, I know it. mine. Stop. I know mine. No. It's Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Seinfeld has a great theme song, and Tom recently made a lo-fi version of it for Alex's Ooh. streams, and it's really funny and good. And I just really, really love Fancy. Seinfeld. <laughs> Are you know. going with I'll Be There For You, Devin? I'm just going to go with that one because that's the one I know right now. I'm sure there are plenty of better ones, but that's what's coming to mind. SpongeBob's theme song gets stuck in my SpongeBob. head SpongeBob. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that I can say. Um, but, yeah. What are y'all's what are favorite theme songs? If we completely forgot one that's, like, very addictive. We should. Send it in. 
you know how Spotify allows us to add on those like questions? Yes. We yes. should whenever like whatever question we are being asked, like we're asking ourselves, we should also yeah. ask the like the people. The, people, the masses. The masses. <laughs> we should add great. those questions in. I would love to do that. I also think I should start doing show notes because I should, but either way, I'm too lazy of a person to do all of this. <laughs> we so. got jobs to do. We got jobs. <laughs> well, now we make, you know, like $5 a month <laughs> from our podcast. So, oh, it's funny. I love you guys. Anyway, let's go on with Patrick and David. So, so show. Uh, this is part of our series, so you're getting a spoiler alert, but just so you know, we're, we've been doing, we will continue to do Shit's Creek, so if you haven't watched it, spoiler alert. Um, and then I think our next episode will be Moira and Johnny, which mm-hmm. will be a lot of fun, too. Okay. Um, but, so, Patrick and David, let's think of what goes on with them. Well, the show, he's not there in the beginning. I mean, there's some... Uh, tension just between like who David is dating at one point uh, he has a little thing with his best friend Stevie and then we realize oof no that's not going to happen so the love interest is not really clear for David from the beginning but once Patrick comes in uh, and we meet him because David's trying to open up his store um, and fill out a lot of business permits and stuff and they meet each other through that. They kind of become business partners. And I think through that, Patrick and David start to really see each other uh, for who they are. They enjoy each other's company. And uh, I'm trying to think of like the final like moment. Oh, so they get together after they have this dinner. David is opening his, his business. Uh, Patrick gives him a nice little gift, the first sale that he made. Um, and then they kiss. What? For his birthday. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then they kiss, and it's like Patrick's first time kissing a man. So for David, he's been all over the map. So that's one thing. But then Patrick like thanks him for it, which I think is really funny. I forget how David classifies his uh, like love uh, interest. Like it's he kind of calls it like wine. Like I like I like the I like the wine, not the label or something like that. Yes, yes, that's what he says. That is so funny. Um, but so then David sort of opens up this world to Patrick. Patrick realizes, oh, I'm gay. Ha ha. Or whatever. I like David. Um, so they end up together for a while. And then they're having a really good time. And then we find out Patrick had a fiance. Mm. Uh, so that's really awkward. Because she comes in and she's trying to get back together with him. And then she learns, oh my gosh, he's with a man. It's this whole big blow up. David needs some time. Uh, they kind of break up. Patrick tries to win him back with some gifts. Uh, and David eventually admits, oh, I, I was stalling because I like I like the, the gifts, gifts you were giving me. Um, <laughs> and I want to get back together with you. So from there, it's kind of uh, smooth sailing with their relationship. They have their ups and downs. You know, we meet some of David's exes. There's some intrigue. Um, but in the end, they buy a house together, stay in Schitt's Creek and um get married is the last episode so very exciting stuff uh so while alexis and ted have broken up david and patrick are like the stand strong couple um in schitt's creek yeah so that's kind of our summary um but let's get talking Devin. let's do it so let's dive right in um how does patrick's presence in david's life add a sense of direction Well, this is kind of like what I was talking about. We don't, first of all, we don't really see David 
taking too much initiative at first until the business pops up. Um, and we don't see him with a real love interest or a long-term love interest until Patrick shows up. So it, at the same time, we see Patrick taking this engaged, um, this engaged, like, interest mm -hmm. in what David is doing with his business and an interest in him as a man. So I think that when Patrick shows up, he kind of grounds David a little bit, brings him back to reality, helps him to set up an actual plan for his business. Like when he first comes and sits down, Patrick asks him all the questions and David's like, oh, I don't know. I'm still thinking about that. Oh, I don't know. I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> and I think that's how David has been his whole life. Um, but then Patrick's like, I'm going to need you to like actually tell yeah, me David's what your business kind of spontaneous. is <laughs> yeah so patrick kind of grounds him um when he's starting his business which is really sweet to see um and then in a relationship like even further we we continue to see patrick do this i mean um patrick like david is often very sarcastic very funny um when he's talking to you most of the time he's not serious but patrick sort of brings it brings the seriousness out of him like makes him appreciate important moments whereas mm -hmm. david would have just sort of been going on with his life like disassociating <clears throat> not really considering things important that are important you know for real yeah i think it's interesting that patrick doesn't show up until like season three yep so uh like like you said when we first meet david uh, when they first meet david has plans to open his shop but has yet to determine what it is or like um the purpose of it so patrick like challenges him to take the time needed to sift through feelings and aspirations and figure out what is his vision and then not only does he challenge him but he also guides him through the whole business world uh standing there right beside him the entire time um david's entrepreneurial ambitions and creative ideas they're validated in patrick's eyes like he he sees his vision and he, and he accepts it and kind of like helps him bring it to fruition in a sense. Yep. Um, and Patrick's presence just adds a sense of focus and direction to David's professional life. Um, we know that David is very talented or he has his specific flair and Patrick kind of like helps him hone in on that and be able to open like David flares and for everyone but david or not david patrick is able to help him make the store not just for david but for any like Shit's creek in general like he opens it up to the community um and is able to point. help them uh make this successful um patrick's also like a emotional support guru and providing mm -hmm. with stability and I think um, these first moments that we meet them together are like the catalyst to both of their growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so how do these two balance their work and personal relationship? <laughs> do they do it well or are there some flaws? <laughs> <laughs> I think they generally handle the balancing act pretty well. Uh, they do face some flaws and moments of tension, but these flaws only strengthen their personal and workplace relationships. Um, I think through these moments, they develop stronger skills in communication. Yep. Um, they learn to be open and more honest with each other. Um, they also share the passion of the business, which is huge. Like It's not just a David-oriented 
a business venture, it also becomes part of Patrick's own passion and making sure that it is successful. Um, they equally want to see the store succeed. Um, I think the biggest issue I see for them is that Patrick sometimes struggles with setting boundaries between what is work and what is relationship, like what is personal. Mm-hmm. Um, but these, the challenges they face um, together, they face them together and they kind of come out stronger because of it. Yeah. Fine. I think it's funny that their relationship starts this way mm-hmm. um, with their work relationship Coming because first, yeah. I, I think it's just an interesting thing. A lot of people go through this and there's this initial attraction there and there's the added layer of David not really being sure like <laughs> if Patrick is gay or like whatever it might be. Um, but I don't think that really ho- like that doesn't really stop David for too long. But it just there's an added layer of like complication with the two of them and Patrick has never been with a guy before. Um and so, I don't know, like, it's funny because they're able to sort of discover each other's personalities through the unlayering and the unveiling of David's business. Right. Um, like, when they first meet, you can initially see that, like, tension, that, like, attraction of, like, mm-hmm. the funny, humorous, sarcastic David and the grounding, like, also able to match him in, like, wit and humor, but, like, more serious Patrick. For sure. Um, I think that they balance um, that relationship well after they've had time to establish their relationship. At first, it's all over the place because Mm -hmm. they're having feelings for each other. Uh, They're randomly kissing at times and then trying to define their relationship. And then there's an ex-fiance. So I think all of that kind of makes it a little difficult um, because you even see in that awkward encounter when they're like broken up for a little bit, um, Patrick is just trying to like okay, we're just business partners now. And David is like, no, I don't want to just be business partners. Um, So I I think that there is a little difficulty as they're figuring out their relationship at first. Um, But apart from that, like, I think they do a pretty good job um, throughout, uh, especially towards the end when they've got things figured out. And it's so cute when Patrick is, like, complimenting David for, like, this is a great idea, and you've just done so, so well. And I don't know. I, I think that Patrick is a really like he's a good motivator, mm-hmm. and I think that's why their their work and personal relationship um, balances out so well. Absolutely. Because David's got the drive, Patrick's got the business, you know, knowledge, but he's also a great motivator to David, who's kind of like the inspiration of the shop. Um, yeah. Cool. So, uh, diving a little bit deeper, in what ways do these two complement each other? How they <laughs> help each other? stand out it it really has to do with what we've been talking about patrick is (laughs) more serious david is definitely not david is Is a eccentric self (laughs) he's eccentric and what i love is that it doesn't bother patrick like patrick is very clean cut and kind of normal wears like normal clothes and it doesn't bother him that david you know shows up with like all of his random assortment of like pieces of clothing Mm -hmm. um I think they complement each other really well because neither of them expects the other person to change for for them, mm-hmm. for their, like, different personality. Um, but at the end of the day, like, it really comes down to Patrick being more of a, a grounded, uh, serious guy, David more of, like, an eccentric, mm-hmm. like, humorous guy. But I don't really think... 
they clash too much because of their personalities. Like, I think they're just very open people, both of them. Um, So you love to see that. Um, But I I do think um, they they both bring each other out of their shell in different ways. Um, So David obviously brings Patrick out of his shell because he encourages him to to talk to his parents about, you know, them being in a relationship. He encourages Patrick to accept um, who he is, and Patrick brings David out of his shell because um, not only if he, is he a great motivator, but he, like, I don't know, he just encourages David in a really good way. And David, even though he's a very confident guy, there are times where he's really not that confident. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I really love to see, um, I'm trying to think of the moment. Oh, when he's singing Simply the Best to Patrick, and Patrick's like, you know, people can see us, right? <laughs> and David's just like, I don't care. Like, he just keeps going. And I just think it's like a, a great moment of, like, coming out. And, like, and like taking initiative with his business, too. Patrick really encourages him to take it seriously yeah, instead of just putting a whim into it and then letting it die. You know what I mean? So the two of them kind of... Um, encourage each other. They're very, very, um, they help each other come out of their different shells. Um, And I think, yeah, it's really that Patrick is sort of the serious guy who helps David to appreciate the moments in life. And David is this like elevated, like (laughs) it's just eccentric guy that helps Patrick enjoy life to the fullest. Yeah, I agree. Patrick's just this calming presence in in David's life. Yeah, Uh, he is. the stabilizing factor. Like, it's gonna be okay yeah let's calm down <laughs> patrick's just patient and understanding and has a god soothe, bless him a soothing god bless him, him. he's, him he's practical and he's organized and he kind of balances out patrick uh, david's like more spontaneous and like you said eccentric and creative nature mm-hmm. um they are kind of opposites but these opposites kind of like they're like foils kind of deal they they, they highlight each other's strengths too like um patrick's able to communicate well and it helps david also be able to communicate better and become more vulnerable and opening up um his self and they both have such humor and it's drastic i think they have drastically different types of humor like patrick's more witty and lightheartedness whereas david's more sarcastic and more this dry humor um but they have such playful banter together um that adds so much joy to them just being together i think that's a big part of it that that they just they're able to find enjoyment and just being each other's presence Um, yeah although they are two holistically different people with different personality traits i think together they kind of help bring out each other they they just meld well together agreed um but patrick serenade is a big moment for them both why is that (laughs) the open mic night uh i think it's so funny because the they set it up that Patrick's just going to be terrible. Like, uh, David's fearful. uh, Yeah. David's fearful of it. Um, Moira also mentions like, Oh, you better be ready for it. Or like, there's just this whole month. There's, there's a bunch of tension built up that they're so bad that they're so bad. It's going to fail or like, it's not going to go well because why would you want to sing in front of the community? Um, but regardless, this moment really 
just showcases his willingness to be vulnerable and express his deep love for David publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a powerful moment where Patrick bears his heart and lays his feelings bare. Um, it's also a moment where they both face their fears and insecurities. And David, who is normally very guarded, he kind of closes himself. Uh, he only opens up to those that he really knows personally. Um, but he lets down his walls and fully embraces Patrick's gesture. Um, I mean, at first when uh, Patrick's like talking about like, this song is dedicated to uh, a special someone. Right. And then, and then he finally says, David. <laughs> yeah. Like, David's like, okay, please don't say my name. Please don't say my name. <laughs> Cause he's, yep. he's just embarrassed. He feels like it's going to be a bad, uh, a bad moment. And it turns out to be this beautiful moment. And, at the end he just fully is accepting and applauding him and it's an act of commitment and dedication that is a turning point for their relationship yep definitely and what i love is it even more just demonstrates um the seriousness that patrick brings into david's life like he forces him Mm. to have the moment of serious love you know what i mean it's not just like a like a we're just gonna joke together kiss and laugh together it's like i really love you like i have a feeling for you and Mm -hmm. i want you to feel the same and i think like yeah it's it's kind of funny that like the whole time they're like wincing like oh gosh i don't like why are we here this is so stupid and then like you realize it's one of the significant moments in their relationship Mm -hmm. because patrick was outgoing enough was bold enough to to present his feelings in this way um i think that's really sweet to for david to see someone to go up on a stage and sing about him even though he thinks it's cringe at first like when he hears Mm -hmm. the song and he hears patrick like being so open and honest with his heart about it i think that it really breaks a wall in david's heart um absolutely yeah it's just really a big moment for them and I think from there they become almost a more serious couple. And then later you see David, you know, by the house. Um, We'll talk more about that later. But it's just one of those moments where David is finally giving back, like, a moment of, like, sincerity in his heart to Patrick. And that's just something you would never see prior to this, like, admission of Patrick that, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm singing my heart out to you. And then he later says, I love you. And there's just these moments of, like, David's walls, like, crumbling down. Um yeah so i i think it's a beautiful beautiful moment yeah so this next question doesn't necessarily have to do anything with patrick and david but yeah. i wrote it because i want to talk about stevie <laughs> i love her so much i think she deserves um some recognition stevie is hilarious and we wouldn't have been able to talk about her in any of the other episodes so i'm throwing it in here but what role does stevie play in their relationship um, Stevie, she's a good friend. I mean, ultimately, from the very beginning, like, I I had difficult, like, I had a difficult time because Meeting I... her? Yeah, like, because one, I knew David was gay, like, you just could tell. But I also, like, kind of shipped them a little bit mm-hmm. until we saw that that really did not work out. Um, so it was just, it was interesting of the show to, like, introduce her like that lead us on a little bit and then be like nope never mind here's the other person um Mm -hmm. but i think stevie is an even better friend to him and i love her humor like she meets david at his humor and she really cuts him to the quick sometimes like when he's (laughs) when he's struggling about patrick it's just very funny she helps bring them together um 
And yeah, so I don't know. Steve There's is just a, moment a good where friend. In, like I think she's <laughs> he's sleeping at her place or something like that, and they're they're laying in the bed together, um, and she's like they're talking about patrick and she's like i like this for you and he's like what this isn't like <laughs> this isn't me like, that's not yeah <laughs> that's not what's happening here she's like no no it is <laughs> she's so funny oh my gosh and like we see her go through a lot of growth too in the oh, show like sure. at first she's just so stone cold um and like uses her humor like david does to shield herself um but i do think um I do think eventually we see those walls come down as well for Stevie. And it's almost through her relationship with the Rose family. Like with David, yes, mm-hmm. but we see her kind of become a part of and this family. To Johnny. Yeah. And, and that's really beautiful too. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But yeah. So that's Stevie's awesome. I she love her. She is. I love that she <laughs> offers guidance and advice and is just a listening ear to both David and Patrick on separate, like, various times throughout their evolving relationship she acts as a bridge between david and patrick um often being like the facilitator with their interactions and helping them navigate their relationship she provides honest feedback and encourages them to just be honest with each other um she's also one thing that i love about her is that she is there for almost every moment and celebrates right along with them um i mean she she even shows up at uh like patrick asked david to like hey it's your birthday i want to take you out for dinner and he's like okay um and then he invites stevie along with him not knowing that this was meant to be like a one-on-one thing and she's like oh my gosh this is he thinks this is a date if there's anything like romantic or uh, meaningful in this gift then he thinks that this is a date and he opens it up and it's like this uh gift receipt the first the first receipt from the um from the store because they just opened recently and she's like well i gotta go (laughs) Uh, so i think it's really awesome that she just celebrates with them no matter how small the milestone um she's honestly an amazing friend and only wants the best for these two and that's kind of why i love her so much yeah, I for think sure. She's really funny. She is. She's a great like. Without her, I think the show would lose a lot of tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, what are some of your favorite and least favorite moments with these two? <laughs> so I have a list. So, do you want to do go for? I have a. Lot. You have a list. Okay. Um, I will say, I don't want to pick any of the big ones, but we should talk about them. Um, I really love when they when he buys the house like we're going to talk about Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. later um i guess i guess i'll try to choose something a little bit we haven't so i can we haven't talked about the proposal i don't know if you want to oh my god the proposal (laughs) okay the proposal is really sweet especially because they he he still does it even though his like foot is like messed up (laughs) i think it's funny that like he he organized this whole thing to go on a hike knowing like yeah i don't know if he knew that this wasn't david's thing or not but like he had this envision that he wanted to propose there on that mountain and <laughs> how to get david there i don't know what his expectation was but he's like this isn't turn this isn't going the way i wanted it to it then david's like no we're going on the top of the mountain whether you like it or not so he picks him up and carries him up on the- yeah <laughs> it's so funny and then he gets to the top he's like i'm still eating cheese like i'm still eating my freaking picnic i got you we got here i'm having my picnic (laughs) oh 
was funny. Um, obviously, my least favorite moment is it's the barbecue. The awkward I just think picnic it's scene. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I, especially because like Alexis is bringing this girl in that she has no idea what she's about to step into. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just been. And that that one is the one that gets me the most. And I also, you know what I actually also like is the baseball game. I don't know if you were going to talk about that. No, I mean, I had it on my list, but it was... It's the one I, I just like. love seeing Damon in a freaking <laughs> baseball uniform. It says like, how much, he'll, so like, what he'll funny. do for Patrick. Yes, yes. It, it's the, I think that, like, Patrick is one of the only people, David, other than Alexis, that David will, like, put himself out there and mm-hmm. do things he doesn't want to do for. For sure. Um, Which I really, <laughs> I love. Yeah, and then he uh, he scene. wins the game for them. I think it's so funny. Yes, yes. He's like, did I do did it? Did I do it? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, but those are my favorites. And then obviously the barbecue is my least. Yeah, I, that's understandable. Um, I think their first I love you is, is a good moment for them. Uh, Patrick kind of says it out of the blue. And then he's like, I don't want to put pressure on you. Like, uh, yes, do that's your, a like, great do your scene. own. Um, and then so... Uh, David gets like very flustered and um, thinks about like just gets in his head and then later on the day he comes back and says no you're right I I do like I have something to say I do love you and then um, yeah also um, later on the relationship David accidentally slips and calls Patrick his boyfriend for the first time. I think that's a funny yep. moment. Uh, yeah. And it's in front of Stevie, too. Like when Perfect. <laughs> he's like, wait, w- w- what'd you just say? And he's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, uh, and David's so olive, olive branch, his serenade back to uh, d- uh, Patrick is also a great moment. Like you mentioned earlier, he's like, there's people, you, you know, people could be watching. He's like, I don't care. I'm doing it anyways. Yes, it's a fun no, moment. Uh, you do have a list. Least favorite, I think. I I'm not really a fan when David accepts more guilt gifts from Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> when they break up and Patrick just sends him like all these gifts, the chocolates and whatnot, and yeah, he kind of is abusing that situation. <laughs> he a really bit is, there. and I'm not necessarily a fan of that. But yeah, um, there's also a moment where I think. Patrick gets his wisdom teeth or tonsils or something removed and he's under uh he was under anesthesia uh mm-hmm. so he's loopy when he comes out and he's talking to David and at one point he mentions like you'd be a great father we should get a kid and Aww. and cuz that was always his dream was to have a family but that's not where David, it, like, that's not what David wants. And so David gets kind of um, pushed off or just right. in his head about, like, okay, is this really what you want? Because I can't offer you, like, that's not something that I'm willing to, that's, like, one of my um, things that I can't, uh, like, give you. I, right. Um, that's not what I want. Um, so they have that little, like, awkward baby talk, and it's kind of like a... It ends up being a good moment for growth for them, but it's also just such an awkward moment because you see uh, Patrick kind of giving up something that he's been wanting for a while, almost like sacrificing this. Yeah. Um, granted, could it change? Sure. Could that be something that 
David eventually changes his mind his mind about potentially, mm-hmm. but it is definitely a moment for growth for them. But it's also so awkward. It is such an awkward moment. Um, but yeah, those are some good ones, Devin. You did have a list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very nice. All right, uh, so we need to talk about it. We kind of already mentioned it. The Rachel shakeup. How does the return of Rachel? This is uh, Patrick's fiance or ex-fiance. I don't even know what mm-hmm. you want to label her, but she. How does her return impact their relationship? Relationship, and what does it uproot for them both in dealings with their past? It's so hard. It's so hard because mm-hmm. David has opened himself up to someone, and it's then his first he just long-term relationship. Right, his first long-term relationship, and then to find out that, like, Patrick wasn't completely honest with him, when something about Patrick is that he's an honest guy that, like, is always serious and, like, not Mm -hmm. gonna be lying to you about stuff, just above board, dude. Um, So it really shakes David up. He needs time to think about it. Obviously, for Patrick, it, it confronts... His past confronts him again. Mm -hmm. He has to, again... Um, sort of come to terms with the fact that who he was is no longer who he, he is. is. He's yeah. he's finally found kind of what is true and real to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think seeing Rachel makes him have to be honest with himself about who he is and be honest with the people in his life about who he is too. Because right. that's just I don't know. I don't know. Like he he's when he when he kisses. Or when he first kisses David, and then later on they're talking about it, he says something like, it feels like the very first time that I ever kissed anyone. Like, that's, I felt all the things you're supposed to feel. Mm -hmm. Um, So that clearly means he didn't feel that with Rachel. And so seeing her, I'm sure, brings back a lot of, like, pain for him because he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it shakes them both up because, yeah, it is the Rachel shakeup is the way to call it because when she comes in, it sort of shakes David's opinion of Patrick. And for Patrick... It shakes. It, it makes him face his his past, which yeah. is really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard because uh, David leaves that scene and goes into the hotel, and he feels like he's broken baggage. And uh, yeah, David, who has experienced heartbreak and abandonment through various relationships, he tries to grapple with the fear of his history repeating itself. And yeah. is this man that I've trusted so long like really someone else? And what what's how how is he feeling and what yeah. does this mean for him and um like you said patrick just has to face his past and also deal with his lack of trusting david with this information yeah. i mean this is huge all the while he's been telling david like you got to trust me and you got to be more open yep. and then all of a sudden we learn that patrick hasn't necessarily been open and trustworthy either so um it's kind of difficult to almost he's being like a hypocrite in a sense in this moment um however it also provides an opportunity for growth uh they build deeper communication through this uh, and ultimately it strengthens their commitment to each other they decide that yes this is this is what we want for each other um and this this was a yeah. difficult time this was something that we both had to face but now that we it was faced kind of a it, test yeah now that we faced it now we're both stronger for it Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, speaking about growth, we know that Shit's Creek is all about growth. So how do these two aid each other in their own growth journeys? So when I was thinking about this, I 
I really think Patrick does more of the aiding, the more of the encouraging, rather than yep. David does. I, I, yeah. I think it's really... I wanted to say it was a two-way street, like they both help each other. And I think they do in some regard, but I think Patrick really does more of the... The heavy lifting <laughs> when it comes to their... I, I don't want to say heavy lifting, but yeah, kind of. <laughs> and I don't want to call... Because David's call, got baggage. That guy's got a lot to unpack. I don't David is like a project or uh, like something that he has to work on because... But he is... he he does need to open up more and to kind of realize that his individual, his individuality is something to be like, that needs to be honed and, uh, to be able to make his business successful in sort. Like it's, it's interesting to see the development between these two, but Patrick consistently encourages David to step outside of his comfort zone and to embrace mm-hmm. new experiences. He's always challenging him. And I think there's one time where these two go with, um, Ted and Alexis to a like outdoor training facility to like test their, um, their relationship, which I think is funny. And then that is really uh, funny. Patrick- oh, that's another funny scene that mm-hmm. I was thinking of bringing up. Right. Patrick also embraces David's uniqueness and helps him embrace his true self without judgment. The same way David accepts Patrick and his past and his fears and his regrets and all that. Um, but yeah, I really, when I was really thinking about this question, I was like, I, f- I feel like Patrick does more helping with growth than David. I think David needs more growth than Patrick. I think Patrick is self-sufficient on his own. Whereas David, in season three, at that moment, was not necessarily self-sufficient on his own. Yeah. He was really relying on his parents, and uh, he didn't really know what he wanted in life. Um, So Patrick helps him see that. Yeah. Not only in business, but in his personal life, Mm -hmm. he helps David to grow up. I mean, I wouldn't say that David does nothing, though. He does um, help David, or he does help Patrick Patrick. to discover, um, you know, exactly what he wants Mm -hmm. from life. And he encourages him um, to really go for it and and seek out those questions. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, but you're right. Like, it is mostly... Patrick, who's helping David grow up. He helps him figure out his business. He does the business documents. Like, he... (laughs) It's just funny to me to see that. And then he helps David, like, figure out what he wants. Like, he doesn't ultimately tell him to buy a house in Schitt's Creek, but it's his relationship with David that sort of encourages David to settle down there, to, Mm -hmm. to grow roots there, to continue what he's doing with the shop. Um... I don't know. David, I see grow up a lot, not only business wise, but like emotionally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Patrick is so good when he's like, oh, I love you. You don't have to say anything right now, um, but I love you. And it was just such like a, he understood how that was going to impact David. David comes back later, tells him he loves him. You just see, you see David changing so much. He lets down his guard, lets down his walls with Patrick. And I think it has to do with Patrick being ultimately a very trustworthy guy. And that's why the barbecue is such a problem because it's like the one secret that Patrick has like at all. (laughs) And it, it happens to come out. Uh, But other than that, 
I think it's just being with a really persistent, trustworthy guy um, that teaches David yeah. how to be emotionally well. There's, teaches him to do things for other people, not just for himself, um, and teaches him to run a successful business. Right. There's a, to to give props to David. There's also the scene where he wants to have like a surprise party for uh, Patrick for his birthday, and he invites his parents, not knowing that his parents don't know about their relationship and. Uh, he has to sit down with Patrick in advance and tell him, like, hey, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I did something, and now we kind of have to face it. Um, yep. So he's like, if you want me to just be the business partner, I can just be your business partner. That's fine. And Patrick's like, no, I want I want them to know. And, Pat, and David's like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm, no matter what, like, we're going to get through this together. And I think that's a great moment for them, too, it, the give and take of their relationship and um, strengthening each other and building each other up. Yep. Um, so ultimately David decides to not move to New York with his family instead buy a house in Schitt's Creek with Patrick. Do you think he's settling here or is this something else? I actually don't think that he's settling here. Um, I, I mean, he is literally settling in Schitt's Creek, <laughs> right? But I don't think he's settling choosing Patrick. Um, I think he really is just deciding what's a priority to him. Mm. He really loves Patrick. Um, he loves the shop that he was able to start here. Um, it's not like he's staying and he doesn't really have anything going on. Correct. He does. He has a shop. He has all this stuff. And though his family's going to New York and he really wants to do it, I think if he followed his family again, it would actually be a step back for David. Sure. Um, so I, I see him choosing this, buying a house, like living his adult life and like planting like planting seeds and like planting a flag in the ground at Schitt's Creek is actually a moment for him of real growth because mm -hmm. um, he's finally decided hey like um, you know this is this is something that I want yeah. and this is something I'm going to fight for even if it's like I would rather like sort of on a whim go to New York and just have that like exhilarating experience um, instead of that he's choosing to stick with his business and to stick with the guy that he loves so I think he's not settling I think he's getting everything he wanted to get by like facing his fears of being stuck in Schitt's Creek mm -hmm. no I agree um, it is a an interesting moment and situation because he's so excited and so elated about going to New York and um, getting out of this place that he's been dreading and wanting to get rid of his entire, like for how many, I don't know how long, how many years the actual, like, I know there's six seasons, but I don't know if that's six years or how long, but regardless, um, he's been wanting to get out of this place. And now he yep. finally has the opportunity to, and he's so excited and so ready to tell Patrick, like, yeah, we're getting out of here. We're and going. Patrick's like, yeah. But this is, this is my but life. It's my home. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is it. And David's like, oh, I thought you'd feel differently about it. So that's why I like yeah. question, like, does David ultimately ultimately settle? I don't necessarily think he's settling. I think he's just accepting. Yeah. That, like, maybe, maybe Patrick's right. Maybe this is the life that I want. I want this life um, with Patrick. Um mm -hmm. And I think it's funny because he blindfolds him and takes him to the house. And he, and initially, Patrick is the one that says, like, I found a house and it's on sale. And, yep. and David's like, I, I don't want this. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But then in the end, 
Patrick, uh, David's the one that takes Patrick to the house and says like, I bought it or I put, I put a, uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, I put a offer down and he accepted and, um, <laughs> Patrick's like, I'm going to make you the best. I'm going to make you the happiest life here. And <laughs> David's like, yeah, you better. <laughs> but I think it's like, it is a telling moment of how much they've grown and how there's, sacrifices but there's also just it's not this isn't a sacrifice moment for him it's just no. a this is what i want to do with you yeah um, so i think it's really great yep it's a big moment for them and so leading us to our final question yeah do we ship it i do is that it oh. <laughs> i do <laughs> uh no i think they i like we said with um, Ted and Alexis, Search Creek is all about growth, and I think these two both help each other do it beautifully. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, uh, David has a lot more growth to do than Patrick, but still, um, in different ways, they just the give and take and the the ups and downs. No matter what they face, they do it together, and I think um, it goes to show what this show is all about and um the fact that they end um the the series with their wedding and their vows are also we didn't mention these but their vows are also uh super powerful patrick Mm -hmm. sings his and david is like crying as he's doing yeah (laughs) and moira's there with her long uh blonde wig on and this enormous hat and uh it's crazy but um i think it's a great moment and a great relationship for them what are your thoughts i i ship it i i don't really have too many like problems with these two Mm -hmm. like they go through a very healthy normal relationship their plot is kind of on point um the only thing i and i'll say it again i wish alexis and ted stuck it out too (laughs) like i really really do i'm still depressed about that but i I am glad that schitt's creek at least ended with one healthy relationship (laughs) sticking it out um but yeah, so I definitely, I, I ship them. I, I like their ending. I like that they bought a house, that David had to give up like his dreams of getting out of Shit's Creek mm-hmm. just to show this guy how much he loved him. I think I think it was good. Right, to find out that this is where he was meant to be all along. Exactly. Exactly, cool. exactly. All right, well, those are our thoughts. So let's see what some of y'all think about these two. Mm-hmm. Um, our first comment here comes from Mary. Hello, Mary. Hi, Mary. Um. Mary says, Patrick is way too good for him. I love David, but he's kind of a project. He's very self-centered and needs a lot of healing. Mm. Very true. It is true. Um, and we kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier, whether or not we see David as a project or if it's if he's just someone that needs healing. And uh, like you said, I think he does need a lot of healing and growth. And I think they both help each other through that. Yep. Did we get another one, Devin? Yes. Um our next we actually have two more (laughs) i'll read them wow uh our next one comes from george and george says uh this is um so he gave us the actor's name so noah reed who plays patrick conveys so much with his eyes without saying anything exasperation and amusement sarcasm and love all at the same time and dan he really does uh dan levy's character um his self-defense his defense neurotic and fragile david is also spot on um acting great acting from both actors 
So you are so right. George. That was more of a comment about the acting or about the character, like the character building. But yep, uh, I I wholly agree. <laughs> and yep. then uh, Paige Rage here, hi ladies. Paige Rage. Uh, they said, short and simple, simply the best. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> That's a classic one. I was kind of expecting to get mm-hmm. that. So thank you, ladies. Um, but anyway, thank you to all of our commenters for engaging with us. Um, and if you guys are liking the show or you have any comments, we would love uh, for you to rate and review. Um, so please do that wherever you listen to your podcast. It really helps us to know what we're doing well and what we can do better. Absolutely. Um, and if you're interested in joining us for an episode or want to give us some comments, you can email us at we should be podcasts at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on instagram follow us like share and just communicate with us we'd love to hear from you yep we love you shippers you're simply the best (laughs) (laughs) bye guys guys.